Welcome to Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnout. I'm Maggie Supernova, your very own burnout prevention and recovery coach, and I'm here to help you make sense of stress and burnout in 2022. In this podcast, I'm retracing the steps of my own burnout recovery journey in order to help you with yours. When a massive star burns so hard and so brightly that it burns out, it goes supernova. Out of the chaos, a brand new star emerges. It's a rebirth, a reset, an opportunity to start over. That's exactly what my burnout was for me, and it can be like that for you too. So let's get started. Welcome to Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnout. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. It's been a few weeks, hasn't it? I took some time off in June, and boy, do I feel better for it. Well, I mostly feel better for it. There is this little part of me that also feels like all that time doing things that I wanted to do, like going on holiday and getting some good rest and taking a breather, growing things in my garden. There's a little part of me that's like wasted time. There's a part of me that looks at my empty Instagram and it just yells in my head, your business is failing, you (sighs) part-timer. There's always one, isn't there? So just to start, let me acknowledge that pesky little voice. And no, not because they deserve to be acknowledged, because they certainly don't, but because we all struggle with that little voice, the self-doubt demon, as I like to call it, who sits on my shoulder just generally being a dick all day long. Even two and a half years on from my burnout, this thing is still here. Not as loud and not as often, but still here. And that's okay, because... I did do things that I wanted to do, and I enjoyed the heck out of them. I did get some good rest, I did take a breather, and I have been growing things in my garden, and despite what someone might think, and I am eyeballing an invisible demon on my shoulder right now as I say this, just FYI, that was all very much deserved and appreciated time. So here we are, back to this week's topic, and this is one that has been much requested, and also something that I get asked about a lot outside of the podcast world. It's the eternal question. Do I have to quit my job to recover from my burnouts? Now I brought up my little self-doubt demon here for a bit of a personal reason as well, because this is what I had to do. And I know that not everyone can do what I did. I was in a very bad situation when I burned out, but I was also lucky in a lot of ways. I'd already quit my job when I burned out, And I still got a heck of a lot more support than I might have done. I don't think that I got any more than I deserved, mind you, but I did get support and I could have just not gotten that. I had some savings set by so I didn't have to panic and get a new job straight away. The first COVID lockdown struck a couple of months after I burned out. And so I went to stay with my parents who happened to run a deserted bed and breakfast in the countryside. And I was able to take several months off, purely focused on recovery, because honestly, in that time, without a job, without an industry, without any kind of focus beyond my own recovery, there was really nothing else to do. So for a while, when I started coaching, I was worried that I couldn't fix this burnout thing for people without them being in the same exact circumstances as me. How do you recover from burnout while still having a job? Well, I mean, how would I know? I didn't do that. 
And the self-doubt demon popped up a lot in those early days of coaching. And I was lucky for a while because most of the people I was working with to begin with were in a similar position to me. COVID switched up a lot of people's circumstances in that way. And I was working with people who were set on recovering while navigating their way out of their jobs or while spending time between jobs. But then I actually worked with people who did not want to quit their jobs. And thank God, I found that I could help them as well. And I figured out that this whole coaching thing is about supporting people and helping them to navigate whatever their own personal road is. And so every single person I work with helps me to understand that more. So now I feel very much more qualified than I used to feel to answer this question. Do I have to quit my job to recover from my burnout? The answer to that is quite frustratingly, it depends. And it really, really does depend. It depends on your circumstances. It depends on your finances. It depends on your support systems. And it depends on the events that have led you to where you are now. Is your work your biggest stressor? Is it one among many? Is it a little bit of both? You've heard me talk about the burnout cycle and this thing that we do when we're stuck in it. We make some dramatic surface level change like quitting our jobs and we go and we do something else. We get a new job or do something totally different for a while and come back to a new role, a similar job. And then even though we're rested and refreshed, we find ourselves right back in it again, back in burnout because we haven't addressed any of the underlying issues, internal or external, that led us to burnout in the first place. So the question isn't really, do you have to quit your job? It isn't even really, should you quit your job? The first question is, do you want to? And if your answer is yes, I want you to think about why. Why do you want to quit your job? Is it because it's asking too much of you? Is it because you're working for or you're working with toxic, horrible people? Is it because you aren't being given the support you need, even though maybe you've asked for it, even though it's perfectly reasonable to ask for, and maybe you've been very clear with what you're asking for and you're still not getting it? Is it because the things it's asking of you don't align with your personal values? Is it because you've gone through an experience that's made you realize you want something else from your life and career? It doesn't have to be all of these. It doesn't have to be any of them. I just want to get you thinking. Do you think that the circumstances would be different if you were doing the same job somewhere else? Ask yourself that and then ask yourself it again. Really think about it because most of the time it's not either or when it comes to internal and external factors pushing us to burnout. Sure, my job was bloody ridiculous. It asked way too much of me. I didn't get the support I needed when I asked for it. And when I did, it was too late. There were some very toxic people. And in hindsight, it really didn't align with my personal values. Only with what I fooled myself into believing my personal values were. And I had many experiences that made me realize I wanted something else from my life. But I was also doing so much self-sabotage alongside all of that. I was pushing myself way too hard. I was volunteering myself for more things than I could handle. I had no balance, no support system, no self-worth, no life outside of that job. And it wasn't the job that did that. It was me. The job was a freaking nightmare. And so was I. And do you know what would have happened if the pandemic had never existed? I would have taken time off. I would have rested. 
I would have gotten the therapy, even done the yoga and meditation. I'd have done a lot of good stuff. And then I would have gone traveling, off on adventures, spending all that money I'd saved because I thought that that was what I wanted to do. I would have distracted myself with that instead of doing the real deeper work on myself that I needed to do, that I did get to do in that lockdown pandemic time. I would have come back to London after all those adventures, knackered and poor. And then I would have panicked because I was running out of money and I'd have thrown myself into another job and made all the same mistakes all over again. So even though I quit the job, there was no guarantee that that was going to be enough to fix my propensity for burnout. Let's be real for a moment here. A lot of us are in jobs that are actually horrendous right now. A lot of us are working for companies that don't look after us properly. A lot of us are working for companies that have struggled since the pandemic and we're feeling the impact of that. And the fact that there's maybe a reason behind it, that there's been a pandemic or there's some other reason that the company is struggling, it doesn't mean that you are obligated to suffer. A lot of us are also in these positions because we've been worn down after years of bullying or misogyny or general negativity. We're struggling with imposter syndrome and anxiety and crippling self-doubt. We've been living and working in a culture that tells us we have to be super busy and productive to be worth anything. You know what I come back to so often? It's the fact that I worked so hard and I pushed myself so much pursuing a dream that wasn't actually my dream. I was so convinced that it was, that I was doing what I wanted to do, what I needed to do. It was only after my burnout when I learned about myself, when I actually got to know myself, that I realized that who I actually am did not gel with that life at all. And it doesn't mean I couldn't do it. I did do it. I could do it again. It would burn me out over and over, but I could do it again. It's not about a lack of ability, but I don't really want that life. I don't really want those decisions. I don't want those people. I don't want that lifestyle. I don't want that misery. Because for me, it was misery. And if your job is burning you out and making you miserable, then yeah, maybe you should leave it. One exercise I do with clients is I get them to figure out their core personal values in different categories, work, life, relationships, friendship, all of that. What kind of person are you? What do you need? What do you crave? Is it order and stability or creativity and spontaneity? Is it structure or freedom? Is it support or responsibility? And what you need in work doesn't have to be the same as what you need in life or friendships or your home life or your romantic life. You're a big, beautiful tapestry of different things. Here's some things I learned about myself when I burned out. I'm creative and a bit wild and I don't do well in a super structured environment. But I'm also super sensitive and I need to be able to check in with myself like all the time and adjust my output depending on my energy level. I need to be outside like every day. I need that air and that sky and the breeze and the trees. I need to be able to walk and not see another human being. I need to be needed. Helping people is what gives me life and if I'm not careful I will do that at the expense of my own well-being. I've got an addictive personality and when I am struggling, I latch onto things and I let them completely consume me. So let's take this person and put her in an environment where she needs to be structured and organized and data-driven and strategic. She needs to be on all the time and totally able to prioritize the needs of a bunch of overly emotional creative people above her own. She needs to watch those creative people create and not do any creating herself. 
She needs to spend most of her time inside an office or a theatre or a plane, mostly in cities. She needs to be constantly networking, surrounded by people and performing and navigating complex intercompany politics. Her enthusiasm and need to be needed is totally able to be taken advantage of and often. She's totally free to self-destruct as much as she wants because that fits in with the culture seamlessly. You see why I could not recover from burnout in the environment that I was in? Every single thing about it clashed directly with who I am and what I need. This is why the answer is, it depends. It depends what your job is. It depends who you are. And it depends on what your recovery needs to look like. Some purely practical stuff to think about, to ask yourself. Can you afford to just quit and walk away? If you can't, then don't. Not until you have a plan. Is work offering you less hours, healthcare, therapy, counselling? Have you asked? Are there support options on the table? Have you been to a doctor? Because I talk to people on the regular who tell me, no, they haven't been to a doctor because they know the doctor would sign them off. They're looking for some other solution. Um, Do I need to say it? It's like me asking someone with a broken leg if they've been to the doctor. And they say, no, I haven't been to the doctor because then they would put my leg in a cast and I have a marathon I want to run next week. And then they'd run it and this snapped bone would just be sticking out of their leg and they'd pass out from the pain, but then they'd sleep it off and get up and go again. These two scenarios are the same. If you break your leg, you're off work for six weeks while it mends. If you break your brain, why is that different? So if you have support available, lean into it. And even if you decide to leave in the future anyway, that's okay. Staying and getting support doesn't mean you owe anyone anything. If anything, you are owed the support, especially if the job is what got you into this position in the first place. Obviously, I'm speaking quite generally here. Different places are going to have different policies, and if you're listening outside of the UK, I have no idea what your rules are like. I barely understand our own. So take all of this with a pinch of salt. Do not take it as read. Do your research into your circumstances before you make any decisions. So I needed to quit my job because I needed physical space and distance. I was so damaged, and I would not have been able to relax enough to even begin to recover if there was a chance, even a chance, that I might be going back. And frankly because I'd already quit before I burned out. I acted on a whim, which I am not suggesting you do. I'm not suggesting you do anything, actually. This is about the questions you ask yourself. Some of the people I've worked with in the past years have taken their own paths. And so I thought these are some helpful examples to share of how this can play out. One person, they came to me super burned out, overwhelmed, stressed, and off sick. Their job was the problem, but also their lack of boundaries and balance and the downward spiral they'd gotten stuck in trying to stay afloat at work. They stepped back. This was a big thing, actually, learning to physically step back, to breathe. When things went to shit at the job, which was one of those jobs where they were doing three people's jobs, you know the ones. When things went to shit, they learned to get up, step back from the computer, breathe, focus, come back and separate their feelings from the situation. This gave them some space to reconnect with themselves outside of work. And they did a lot of really amazing work on themselves. They made boundaries and they stuck to them despite the crappy job pushing back against them. And then down the line, a new job came along. They applied for it. They got it. They left the crap job and they went into the new job with boundaries and balance in place from day one. They're still learning and still finding balance, but they aren't burning out anymore. And that's key. Another person financially could not quit their job. 
They had no support system and they had bills to pay. They leaned into support at work. They went down to a four-day work week. They recovered very slowly. They took all pressure off themselves to do anything to any kind of timeline. Eventually, they ended up going freelance and now they have much more ownership over their schedule and they're able to stay in balance much more easily while doing the same work they were doing before. Another person. This one took a block of time off, several weeks to rest and recover. That doctor signed them off. And when they went back, it was on a phased return. A day at first, then a couple of days, a less demanding role for a while. And they got the time they needed to work on that balance. And they ended up taking a new role within the same company, within the same organization that risked being just as stressful as the one they were doing before. But they were able to navigate this with a better understanding of balance after their burnout recovery experience. Another took no particular amount of time off, having physically recovered before after crashing and burning with burnout previously. They kept their working hours the same, but they learned to prioritize rest outside of those hours. They stopped working out like a crazy person. They practiced setting boundaries and taking breaks through the day. They gave their nervous system some attention. They're taking it slow and steady with no intention of quitting. I could go on all day with this list of examples, but just one more. This person I'm thinking of runs their own company, so they couldn't just quit. They didn't want to quit, but instead, by taking rest and creating a more realistic schedule, by letting things go, by learning to delegate, they changed their whole attitude towards work and life and are now able to separate the two and be present in each. These are all examples of people who have not quit their jobs and have still recovered from burnout. It is possible. So when you ask me that question, do I need to quit my job to recover from burnout? No, you don't need to. Do you want to? Can you? Because if you want to and you can, then go for it. Take the time, get the rest, learn about yourself and see what happens. But you don't need to. There are other ways. And just because your road to recovery doesn't look exactly like mine, it doesn't mean you aren't going to get there. So long as you're on the road, you're already doing it. So that's it for this week. And honestly, this is one of my favorite topics because it's so personal and so unique and I love to talk about someone's specific circumstances to help them navigate their way out or their way to stay in but supported. So remember, you can book in with me for a free 30-minute consultation call with no obligation anytime I have availability. Just head to my website, maggiesupernova.com and while you're there, sign up to my newsletter and stay up to date with new episodes of the podcast, classes, coaching and more. And you get some freebies when you sign up too, including a guided meditation to help you step back and get some perspective. And that's very helpful when you have a decision like this to make. You can connect with me on all the socials, particularly Instagram, where you can find me at Maggie Supernova Coach. And I'd love to see you in my online meditation and yin yoga classes for some de-stressification time. It's all linked in the show notes. So head there when you're done listening and I'll be back with you in another fortnight's time for another episode of Your Supernova Moments, a podcast about burnout.